Podcast Nation. Good morning, good afternoon. Uh, Hope you're well. Happy 2022. All that good stuff. Good vibes your way. This is a little mashup of a show I do on Twitter spaces called DNA, Discover New Artists. Um, We'll give you an insight to some of the names that are emerging in art land, in NFT land. Hope you find this fascinating, enlightening, educational, and enjoyable. Take care. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Good morning, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining me. Before we get started, I would love if um, you could share this space so that people could hear our little chat. So if you can hit the uh, share button below and tweet it out, share it in Discord, text your mom, whatever uh, whatever works, it would, uh, would mean a lot to me. Thank you for joining me on this special day. Um, this is... Uh, the day that my book finally comes out. We were pushed by two weeks, but 12 and a half now is officially available for people who are digital. The Kindle and the audiobook is available uh, everywhere now. So thank you for that. Please, if you order the Kindle or audiobook, take a screenshot and tweet me uh, it. Got some surprises throughout the day. Uh, it's uh, alpha, a little fun. Uh, gonna just do some Q&A. <clears throat> so please request if you have a question about NFTs or about the topics in the book. Um, that would be the two things I'm most interested in chatting about. And, uh, but you can go anywhere. It doesn't have to be V friends. could be anything for all NFT space, other projects, anything, uh, anything I can bring you the most value in right now, um, is where my focus is. So here we are, here we are, here we are. Let's get into it. Uh, once again, thank you so much for being with me. All right. So let's see who I can get up here. Um, oops, no, I don't want that. Louis, see if Louis's got a question. Louis, how are you? I'm good, Gary. Wow, this is exciting. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, first of all, I want, to, I want to say thank you. It's, this is kind of crazy. You gave me a go back in May, so I want to say thank you for that. It's changed my life entirely. Oh, that's um, I'm so glad. Did you ever consider selling it after you got it? Never, never. Um, I was a collector before uh, before V Friends, uh, NFT collector, Very but nice. I was never a creator. Very and nice. when you when you gave me that go, it changed my life, and I changed it to like being an NFT creator instead. So it's been crazy ever since. I'm glad. Um, so thanks for that. Uh, my my question is uh, regarding the book uh, uh, NFTs. Yes. Um, way. Do you have any details as to how, as to how you want to uh, organize? social media contests uh like to encourage people giving away those books because i have mine you mean because got it so uh everybody what what louis speaking about is um i uh obviously did a very big big book promotion where if you bought 12 copies of the book you're getting an nft drop that's happening the last week of december first week of january i'm working on that but i alluded to in the discord uh that i'm gonna do some fun giveaways uh and some contests and some Surprise and delight. I'm a big fan of karma, big fan of surprise and delight, big fan of kindness. And obviously a lot of people in my community are the same way. And a lot of them are sitting with 144, 368, whatever number books. So I'm going to, I'm going to work on that this week. I mean, I, my plan is to maybe do some stuff over the weekend, but it's, it, you know, I'll, yeah, I do have some previews. It's going to be about just documenting how you're giving them away or doing very direct giveaways on Twitter where, you know, the first people that DM you or reply. Um, I, I basically just want to reward people for their kindness. Somebody who takes the time and spends the money to ship out 
50 books, 100 books, 500 books to people that can't afford the book are just a very kind person. And I want to randomly surprise and delight some of them. You've been on the receiving end already, right? I mean, that that gift I gave you randomly is, what did I give you? Which, uh, which go? Uh, I got the Peaceful Pelican. And the little story is that, uh, so it was, I'm in the UK and shout out to the V Friends UK fam that are listening right now. I know they're going crazy on the WhatsApp group. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so it was 3 a.m. Uh, and like you're having a fun night, like all the go giveaway nights. And it's not goo, I'm with you with that. <laughs> and um, and I was going about, I was about to go to, to, to bed because it was, it was just Super too, late. too yeah. late. Yeah, I put down the phone, I turn off the lights. I kid you not, at the exact time, my phone uh, turned on and like, uh, like it vibrated. I was like, who's telling, t- sending me a message at 3 a.m. in the morning? I opened the phone and it was you on Discord saying hi on DMs. It wow. was it was just so real, so real. Yeah, I mean, is it is it a core? It's a core, yeah, core for core peaceful pelican. Right. So, like from serendipity and kindness, like you're talking about potentially a hundred thousand dollar NFT right now, right? That you got for free a couple months yeah. ago. I want to, I want to, you know, that that is an extreme version. Yes, I want to continue to motivate kindness and surprise and delight, and those who can afford surprising those who maybe can't. Somebody asking for a single book because they didn't have the financial means to buy one. You know, you can imagine what that makes me feel and do, and I do a lot of that stuff. But now my community is empowered to be able to do a lot of that stuff, and people are in different places in the world. And I, I'm sure you saw what happened this weekend. We did a little preview to that. People have been meeting each other. 10 people had dinner together last night. Like this, you know, V Friends was named V Friends for a reason. I want people to be friends, not enemies. And acquaintances or or avatars that are on Twitter to become real relationships in real life. I'm all for the metaverse, but I'm all for both. I love the real world too. And so more previews to come. Stay, uh, stay close. But thank you, Luke. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Take care. Uh, for everybody who's wondering what a Go or a Goo is, that, that stands for Gary originally owned. They were part of the tokens that I held back on the mint of VFriends. I've sporadically have given around about 200 of those since the launch of VFriends back in May. Um, let's keep this going. Uh, let's see if Ryan can, can join us. Ryan, how are you? I'm good, Gary. How are you doing this morning? I'm well. Awesome. Congrats on the official, the official launch today. So fun to see. Um, we're skimming through the book and, and just love how, how you've made it interactive too, or you've like even had people write some stuff down, just really get people thinking. So just hats off on the book. But Thank you. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really proud. You know, one of the reasons I was so compelled to do such a massive marketing campaign to get so many out into the world is I genuinely think this is like a very special book. I really do. And I, I do more because of how my editor reacted and other people, even people, <laughs> I had a person who interviewed me for an airline magazine who flat out started the interview saying that he thought I was a joke and was like pissed when he was assigned the book. And when he read it, he was completely dumbfounded. It's actually already helped him with a manager he's been struggling with. So I really, I'm really proud of it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you definitely should be. Um, look, I quick, quick question in regards Please. to just, the general market, I think, yes. I think what's really nice about so much data with the S&P 500 and, and the traditional space and the traditional market is we have years and years and years and like these massive sample sizes and the NFT space. And when we talk about the market is what, what do we have? Maybe a year's worth of real data, uh, maybe a little more than that. I'm curious as to what you think might happen as, you know, 
crypto makes these quote unquote bull runs as we see like Ethereum go from 4K to 4,700 over the course of 48 hours and what that might affect the general NFT space and sales, um, you know, people buying, people selling things along those lines. Do you have any thoughts about how to extrapolate some of the stuff that we've seen in such a small sample size? My main thought on that is 98% of the energy in the space right now, maybe 90 on a good day is on short-term financial greed. It's a gold rush. And I, so I think the reason I keep, you know, comparing this era to 1997 to 2000 internet stocks is a very similar thing. You had a group of individuals and then every day that goes by more individuals that realized, wait a minute, this internet thing is big, right? As people are starting to realize this blockchain thing is big. It's not just about currencies. It's about utilities, smart contracts. It can affect our everyday lives, collectability. You know, we're going through our motions right now. Um, The problem is when there's so much money involved, you have people acting on the money part. And so my overall feelings, the data is dirty because you've got a complete gold rush mentality in the space. People talking about community artists, but if you really look at their actions, they're really more into day trading, flipping, making quick, a quick buck, which, oh, by the way, I'm not demonized. I mean, that, you know, people have families and ambitions and, you know, look at me. I mean, sports cards, garage sales. I'm a, I'm a fan of a quick flip. Uh, I do think, though, the macro behavior is dirty data. I don't think it's sustainable. I think 90% of things are grossly overpriced because they won't achieve the goals. The problem is, aka the good thing is for some, is for the, for the 5 to 10% that are able to achieve the, it's kind of like buying Amazon stock in 1999 or eBay stock, right? Like it's going to be a substantial windfall. And so people are struggling with that. But I think because of that, the early data is gold rush data, Ryan. And I don't, I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's going to be the cleanest thing that people focus on. Plus just the sheer volatility is extreme. Regulation isn't clear yet. Um, but the consumer behavior with digital assets is clear. This was happening with Farmville. This was happening with Candy Crush, Roadblocks, Mind, you know, Fortnite. Uh, th- this is going on with membership clubs, uh, airline rewards, you know, uh, bracelets at Coachella. It's very clear where this is all quote unquote going. Uh, and, you know, sports cards and comic books and collectible toys and art are, you know, trillions of dollars in trades over the last several decades. So there's, it's very clear what's happening. It's, for me, it's also very clear that there's very dirty data right now because it's, I mean, people's patience for projects is zero. People are mint and then go in Discord and complain, when, when are you going to raise the floor, devs? It's, it's not sustainable for people to try to build projects. Just a lot, you know, the technology's new. Every contract's getting exploited. This is the wild, wild west. And there's a lot that I'm enjoying it, but I'm not sure the data from a financial standpoint is the right data that will historically be traded on I think it's a, a, a moment in time. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for the insight, Gary. Um, Happy to do it. One, <laughs> one more question. What are you looking forward to most about uh, Art Basel down in Miami? I'll be down there Friday, Saturday. So any pro tips you got, what are you looking forward to most? I've never been. I'm coming down Thursday for a bunch of Vayner NFT events. I'm literally in and out. Avery, the president there, she's been mapping my whole day. I'm not even sure what the hell I'm doing. I think I'm doing something with <laughs> Robert Madad because I know there's a wine thing we're doing, uh, which is really cool, a wine NFT collectible. Um, I know we're doing some stuff with Coinbase. Uh, I think I'm doing something else, but I'm, I think I'm seeing Marshmallow, which will be fun. Uh, he's doing our party. But like, 
I legitimately don't know, and I'm just going to try to meet as many people as possible and get back to New York and do work on Friday. So, in and out for me. I'm not I'm not the right person for that question. So, I'll see. Uh, I hope you have a great time and a good weekend. Talk soon. Yeah, you too, Gary. Thanks, Cheers, man. brother. Cheers. Cass, let's get you up here. Cass, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. It was good seeing you in New York. Congratulations. Yeah, really nice. Thank you. It's great. Great to have you up here. Yeah, that was um, that was really fun uh, interviewing people and that whole NFT NYC. That was really great. So I wanted to come up and say congrats on your moment here. Now that everyone's back and settled, and then getting ready for Miami. Um, and then you spoke a little bit on kindness. And I have to tell you, after um, meeting you, I popped into some V Friends Twitter Spaces and kind of chatted with everyone and tried to catch a vibe with uh, what's going on with you. And everyone was super, super respectful. Um, and then I let them know that I got to meet you in New York and that you were respectful in person too. And I wanted to remind you, Ben Morrow made you that mm -hmm. robot from Huxley, that custom mm -hmm. robot. So yeah, it's been really a blast. And I came up here to congratulate you and remind you You're of your very gift. sweet. You're very sweet. Thank you for that, Cass. I hope you have nothing but blessings and health and happiness. And I hope I run into you in Miami if you're there. Cheers. Very yeah, yeah. I wish I could make it. I have to go home to um, Hawaii for Christmas and Good New Year's to see my parents and my Good family. For you. So Way better. I'll miss this conference, but there's always another one. <laughs> there and always is. I'm, I'm going to save up for yours when that one comes around. I'm thinking in May. That's right. Hearing. That's right. Thank you. I'll be Thank there. You. Okay. Thanks good. for the time. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Yep. All right. Bye. All right. Let's get Buff in here. Buff Doge. <laughs> Buff, how are you? Hello, man. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Okay, I'm, I'm too nervous now. I like uh, I can, I'm not so good at English, but I'm very excited to talk to you. Your English uh, is fantastic. Take, uh... Very, very understandable. Go ahead, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. I just have one question. I'm new in this project. Like me and my friend doing a project, but I just have one question. It's like, what is the best way to show your project to the world? Like, what's the best way to do it? I think the best way that everyone's missing is patience. Um, everybody just wants everything so fast, Buff. You know, um, I started mm -hmm. making videos on the internet in February 2006. I did a wine video every day for five days a week for five years, and that was 2011. And still many people didn't know who I was. I produced business content every day for a decade. And I'm just kind of now having my scaled moment. And that's, I have a community. And back to what Cass said, I've always been doing it the right way with real kindness and really doing the right things. And now people are, really upset because their project doesn't have a picture yet they haven't done anything in building a community like they mm -hmm. they are too young and didn't have the opportunity or it's not what they focused on and they make some great art and they post it and they're and they're disappointed or even upset which is audacious that the project's not doing well and i speak to a lot of these people and i'm like well you haven't done anything for them you've put out something and you've asked for money and just because you made a roadmap the fuck does that mean that's like a pitch deck doesn't mean you're going to deliver on it doesn't mean it's going to mean anything. And oh, by the way, it's a supply and demand issue. There's new projects coming out every 15 minutes. And so we have a very audacious, entitled energy right now with projects. Like, what have you done to build a community? I think the thing that you need to think about to get the world to see it is patience. Build a Discord. Mm -hmm. Make content. Do Twitter spaces. Put out content. Put out um, Q&As. One person. 
three people, seven people, nine people, yeah. 15 people. People are in such a rush for such financial success that they don't even realize the hyperbole and audacity coming out of their mouth as if we're entitled to people buying our NFTs. Just because you made one, who cares? Like, what, what have you done for the person on the other side? People are like, oh, Gary, you know, of course your project did well. I'm like, I earned that community. I worked for the last 15 years in a positive manner, bringing value and never trying to do wrong by community. That's why people bought. And now I'm gonna, and I, by the way, I've massively delivered for them. People have liked changing money. Somebody sold a gorilla last night for $155,000. That was originally sold for $3,000 five months ago. Like I've delivered for them. Like people are like, you know, some, if I was 20 today, I would just do exactly what I did when I was 20 and 96. I would say, all right, put my hard hat on. Let me build for a decade. And then maybe I'll have something, you know, just the thought of like, you know, this, I'm going to put out a project and like, what, what can you do? I mean, what can you do? You could build community and you could do marketing. Well, if you don't have money, the way you do marketing is the way I did my marketing when I didn't have money. I spent five to seven hours a day in wine spectators web in 1995, answering wine questions, building a reputation. I don't understand what people think is going on here. Like just cause you made beautiful art. So have 47,000 other people in the last 24 hours. You have to bring value to people. You do that through content and community. That takes an awful lot of time. People aren't interested mm -hmm. in putting in the time and the effort. They want it now. That is why most people fail. Yeah, that's true. So that's the true. answer to your question, my friend, is take a breath and enjoy the process for the next decade. And maybe in three, four, seven, nine years, it will start popping off. But for now, live humbly, live passionately, and enjoy your process. Yeah, I will listen to you because there, I always see your like your tweets and everything, your videos, and that's really make me happy. It gives me one here the motivation to do like to never give up, like try on yourself, work hard on yourself. Thank you, my friend. So and, and, and my friend, I'm documented. If everybody right now could do me a huge favor and either do it after this Q and A or do it um or do it um uh you know right now if you go to youtube and you type in gary vaynerchuk and you type in gary vaynerchuk 2007 you'll see enormous amounts of videos 2008 2009 that have 100 views 300 views 500 views if you go back and look on twitter right now and look at my tweets from 2007 8 9 10 11 some of them have seven likes 15 four replies like this was enormous amounts of effort for a very, very, very long time, not to mention between the ages of six and 30 before I started making content and 34 before I started making business content, I was a businessman my whole childhood, my whole young adulthood, not to mention I did build a successful wine retail e-commerce and bookstore for my dad by working hard every day in my 20s and 30s. Like this is experience and talent. And, and, and so I have something to say, you know, I have something to say now, like I said, in a piece of content that really went viral for a lot of people, just cause you're young doesn't mean you don't have something to say. You could be documenting your journey. You could be putting out content of learning how to build a community or learning about NFTs or learning how to draw on an iPad. Everything's achievable, but the lack of patience and the incredible levels of audacity and entitlement that people think their stuff should be successful just cause they made it. And then they start getting mad at other people that are successful. So they start trying to tear everybody else down instead of just trying to have the patience to build something meaningful themselves. That is why there's so much vulnerability and, and unhappiness in people that are launching projects. It takes time. It takes a lifetime to build something meaningful.
That's correct. That's totally correct. Thank you, my friend. I really need to hear this because Good. I'm too young now. I'm 23 and you I have... really needed to hear this. And I have great news for you. I love that you're 23. This couldn't have gone better. Do you know who's double your age, exactly double your age and 46 years old? Who? Me. You will live an entire, entire another life. You will live an entire another. Think about this. I am young, vibrant, excited, kind, happy, joyful. I'm 46 years old. From the day you were born until right now, you have all that time from right now where I am to get to where I am. Your entire life, again, to just be my age. Your entire advantage is time. Use it. I'm going to use everything I can. I'm going to do everything. <laughs> I really can. I don't want to be a normal. I want to be something in this world. I want to be, I want to put my name everywhere. Well, my I friend, can, I can show the world everything I can. You can do that if you, A, care about the world more than you care about your ambition to aim on everything, and B, get very patient, and don't confuse patience with lack of ambition. Don't confuse patience with complacency. Don't confuse Absolutely. patience with inactivity. I am the most active, most productive, most ambitious person I know on earth, yet I rely on patience more than anything. You know why? Patience keeps what? you humble and means that you will do nice acts because you're not going to be so hungry to do something quick that might hurt somebody around you as collateral damage. Patience leads to kindness, leads to good reputation, leads to longevity. That's truth. That's truth. I want to thank you for everything and every word you said now because you, you make me very happy. You make me very, <laughs> like, I just want to fight for my life more, more, more. Good. Good luck, That's my friend. Thing I hear. Thank you, my thank friend. You, Good man. luck. Love you. Take care. Love you too. All right, it's turning out to. No, I'm. I'm moving around four or five. Oh. Lou will give you the update. All right, let's keep this going. Let's keep this going. We're having a lot of fire. Let's go with Michael. Michael, how are you? Michael is up here. Michael B, can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you oh, now. There we go. Me, right? Yes, I can. How are you? Yeah. Uh, good, good. First of all, thanks. Uh, congratulations on all the uh, big success. And for all the Dutch folks in here that need a book, make sure you DM me so I can send you a, a copy. Talk about the, um, if you want to, about the process of writing this book. So I was approached by a publisher to write a book about hybrid work. Tell me about the mindset when you go into these uh, projects. What happens for me usually is I get a spark of inspiration that I've got clarity on something that's been subconscious and I'm ready to make it conscious. So what happened with this was I also had the circumstance of COVID. COVID was here and I was really getting in touch with my feelings around, you know, the book 12 and a half talks about 13 essential ingredients for business success and really life success. And what was obvious, Michael, for me was that kind candor, one of the 13, was something that I was, candor was something that I was lacking. Candor is Gary Vee, the public persona's biggest strength. Candor was Gary Vaynerchuk, the executive of 1,500 people's biggest weakness, which surprises people. But I'm not confrontational, and I always thought positivity could find its way. But, and I realized that I thought that candor would scare people, but it was the lack of candor that was actually scaring people in the macro, and that was very humbling and devastating for me. I needed a change, and I started getting better at that two, three years ago, and I saw the ramifications of that. So that was top of mind. I started realizing that ambition and 
humility and patience were not at conflict, even though most people thought. I realized that tenacity and patience were not at, were not at conflict. That kindness mm-hmm. and building an empire were not at conflict, but people thought they were. And I wanted to teach people that you could mix three, four different personality traits to find successful outcomes in different scenarios, which would lead to building meaningful families and businesses and organizations. And I thought I was the right man at the right time to write a book around these things. So then the process became mocking because I'm a better talker than writer. So Raghav, who was on my writing team came and D-Rock came with his camera and we sat in my apartment for months and I talked and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. We structured it. Uh, we made uh, make pretend scenarios so that I could really get my point across because I do well in storytelling. We made, mm-hmm. uh, and then we added, I wanted people to do things. So we added places for people to be vulnerable, put out videos to tell the truth of things you suck out, accountability, things like that. And mindset, it was a game of subconscious to conscious and that game of producing the content in a style that fits me the best. For me, that's talking and having a, a writer capture it and sense and structure it. Right. How do you bridge the gap then, or maybe it's not a gap, so how do you bridge it to rebrands, right? So the first thing that I said to the publisher is I, I would love to publish a book. It's been on my bucket list for years. I'm 41 now, which is still super young, right? Yes. Uh, so I'd love to publish a book, but I would love to do something that's more in now and future. So I'm talking NFT, all good stuff. How did you bridge that between the quote-unquote traditional book world into, in this case, the NFT space? I did it as a marketing engine where it was a purchase to an airdrop. If I'm trying to sell a book as an NFT, and if you buy the NFT, you get the book, which is something I'm considering, I would do that by myself, not with a publisher. There's too much red tape with a publisher. The purpose of the blockchain is to eliminate the publisher. So I would give that a lot of thought. What you finally want, so other people can also have the podium, in, in hindsight, would you still would you go more for the independent route now that you have now that we have technology or would you still do it through a publisher? At the time the publisher offer the publisher is a bank. So the upfront cash right. flow and the status of being with something as incredible as HarperCollins was valuable to me when I signed the contract. Today, mm-hmm. I don't think the status of the publisher nor being on the New York Times list, you know, is as valuable. You know, HarperCollins is definitely gonna have a tough time re signing me because I'm a free agent now. I've this was the last book in my obligations. And, you know, I have such a great relationship with Hollis, my publisher and the company that I'm going to take it very serious out of the respect of the relationship. But as an entrepreneur and the leverage that I have at this point in my career, you know, I would very much go down the independent route. Got you. Thank you, sir. Cheers. Again, for every Dutch person here in the, in the space. Yeah, Michael, why don't, you, why, don't you t- why don't you tweet out how many copies you have and what the function to get the free copies are and I'll retweet it once I get off. You know, Got you, Gary. Thank, Thank you. you, my friend. All right, team, I've got to run to my meeting. Thank you so much for being in this Twitter spaces. Great to see you here, Feed uh, Bit Saga. Great to see you, Truth. Thank you. Please, uh, I've got two minutes while I run up to my office. Any questions you have, any comments? Uh, my latest tweet is a link to the Kindle and the audiobook. Uh, remember, if you buy the Kindle or all today, please tweet out that picture uh, in Twitter right now so I can do a little surprise and delight later. Love all of you. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed. We'll talk soon. Stay well, stay healthy, stay kind, stay patient.